Okay, yeah, I'm gonna record. I like a little soft intro. Hi! Almost Modern Live. A podcast so butch, so massive. Almost Modern Fuck. Live. A podcast Fuck. happy. Happy fiftieth no, episode, Andy. Wow, fifty episodes. The, the big five O. That's over fifty hours of nonsense and stories and tales. Over I, fifty hours? Over fifty hours. Because some of them are over an hour long. Yeah, but some of them are under an hour long. I would say we're right at about fifty hours. <laughs> yeah. And Probably. to be honest. I don't remember half the stuff I've said to you all. No, I mean, not at all. Absolutely not. People say things back to me I've said on the podcast, and I'm like, who said that? What? How do you know that? <laughs> yeah, oh, people I love it. quoting things or, like, bringing up things out of context. Um, and then... And they're like, I'm eh? just like what? And I'm like, hey, I really don't know. I record this. I do a quick edit where I probably don't even listen to us much anymore, and then I shoot it out. So, but I love that you love it, and that you're a fan, (laughs) and that you're here, because this is really about celebrating us. Us. Um, (laughs) Andy, dandy, dandy, dandy. How's your week been? What's going on? You don't want to. You don't want to do the intro. Oh yeah, duh. 50 episodes, still ain't getting it right. <laughs> <laughs> I Any... thought you were leading into it there at one point, and then, nope. <laughs> Any whoosie whatsies. Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Andy. And, and this, this is, is Homo's Modern, Modern Life. Life. A podcast about us. Us. About us. Just us, really. I don't it's know if you've noticed. Basically our birthday. Yeah, it is our birthday. Oh, my God. What did you get me? I got you hand sanitizer. Oh, yours is definitely a better gift, for sure. <laughs> I found it in my desk. I love that. Just sitting about. Um. So, back to my original question. What's been going on this week? You cut your own hair. It looks very good. Thank you. I, uh, I tried to shave a mustache yesterday, and it... I didn't yeah, and on. now <laughs> you popped on the screen, and I was like, "Oh, he's baby face." I told you it was gonna be gone, because I was like, I just I wanted to get all my like skin stuff into like this part of my face, all the good right. stuff. I'm doing, so yeah, I, just, I know. I don't know what my skin looks like under here, under this beard. Yeah, you just gotta get that moisturizer up in that that thing, you know. Keep hydrate, don't hydrate. But yeah, I oil it. Outside of cutting your hair, what have you been doing? I always hate I mean, asking this question during this time. Cutting my hair is like the best thing I did this week, I think. Oh, it's a good job. Thanks. Never get a haircut again. Just do it yourself. Well, no. I mean, like, look at this, how it's still like so long and it's just mm-hmm. like kind of cascading just, down the side of my head. You just got to like get in there. And... But I can't. I'm not coordinated enough to use the scissors in the mirror. I'm like... Oh, I can't <laughs> figure it out. I'm so, you just I'm only not, like, coordinated in the this plane of existence. Mm-hmm. Here, oh, now you're frozen. Not, not in, I'm not, I'm not coordinated in the mirror realm. <laughs> you know? Did you see? I was watching a video today, and there is a mirror. It's like in a box that okay. actually shows you what you really look like so not the mirror version of it it doesn't show the reflection it shows like yeah like straight on what it is and i'm like that is creepy like this is where people come out of another universe to eat us because i assume the mirror mirror people are hungry because all their food is mirror food you know (laughs) yeah that makes sense Um, but, like, I I hate that, though, because I hate, I don't like, I like mirror me. I don't like, like, when you take a picture, like a selfie, and then it flips it back around, I'm always like, <laughs> All of a sudden, I can see everything that I thought was even is uneven. Yes. I will exactly. let you in a secret, America. 
95% of the world is uneven. People-wise. People, like, people wise. not symmetrical? Is that yeah. what you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And it's, yeah. So, like, so what if one eyebrow is three inches higher than the other? Like, so what if one nostril can fit a quarter in it and the other one can't? You know, both of those are probably serious medical issues that should probably get looked at. But, you know, in the meantime, embrace yourself. Yeah. And, embrace and find your angles in your best light. Yeah, find your light. As you've noticed, I've rotated my position. So now I'm getting the natural light from the window. Yeah, as... and the backlight from the lamp. Oh, is it too bright? It's a bright spot, but you know. Echo, set the light to 20 percent does that help oh my god wow seriously like what would i do without echo she's been my only friend Um, other than your roommate and his dog well there's that those are people they're difficult you know (laughs) the dog is people the dog is people have you seen her she sits there next to a bottle of wine with her elbow on the (laughs) on the edge of the couch and looking at us with disapproval and i just don't need that in my life that's the kind of negative energy i'm trying to avoid you know Mm -hmm. you know the glaring judgment passed on through a golden doodle's eyes is something that will shake your soul yeah Mm -hmm. oh uh rachel and i watched all of dead to me season two yesterday oh i haven't watched it yet we've been oh this leads me into what I've been doing this week. We have started Game of Thrones. Yeah, I saw that. That's unfortunate I've for you. I've never watched it. I mean, it's all right. I'm not, like, I don't think I would go and, like, tell my friends about it, but it's definitely filling the time, considering <laughs> all I have is time. It is a thing that happens over a period of time that you can engage in. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't hate it. And really, what more can you ask? <laughs> I, You know, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I never said I hated it. I just, right. like, Me I've either. tried to watch it a few times. I've just never gotten into it. There's just a lot going on and a lot to keep track of. And, like, I need a simpler right. narrative, you know? <laughs> yeah. I need, like, a one-line... Like, I, if this were just, like, following one family be so much easier you know what i mean like if we just followed the starks nobody else didn't care only time they came in was to deal with the starks right it'd be easier but no i mean isn't it all affecting the starks in a macro sense i mean it is i think you would have to assume that i know what macro sense means (laughs) so i'm gonna say yes so i sound smart great um yeah other than that, I just worked a lot this week, mm-hmm. which was difficult, but met my deadlines and made my boss happy. And now I have Monday off. I'm so happy for you. What are you going to do with your Monday off? I need to clean. I need to, like, organize my life, get it together. Because um, I moved this desk that I had in my bedroom into the closet. Mm-hmm. So that I would have a, you know, a better ergonomic situation I'm here. I'm telling you, chairs make a huge difference. And what I realized when I picked up the desk and moved it was that I was using it to hide a lot of things mm. <laughs> in my room. <laughs> that I just kind of shoved under it into the corner. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that goes along with the other things that have accumulated in my closet on my bedroom floor and like because you're not even using this desk for your work at home stuff you're no, doing it in the living room yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, maybe we can both sit at it when we can actually like be in the same room together he's like no <laughs> it's not a i mean it's possible <laughs> we're cozy yeah um well, we are going to take an early break here yeah. because we have some guests that we need to get on this call before they yell at me for pushing this any later than I have. Um, Carter and JP will be here when we get back. Yay. So boys. on that note, we see you in a moment, kids. Warp it out, Andy. i got to sneeze. Ugh.
Bye. Bye. Welcome back, friends, family, homosexuals. We're here with the entire HML squad for this very, very special episode. Um, I first want to know what y'all have been up to this week, especially Carter, since he's going to get all adult and go buy a motherfucking house and leave us all in the neighborhood as we just moved all closer to him, but no big deal. He's running. He's on the run. It's not happening anytime soon. Well, you were looking at houses. Yeah. What else are you supposed to do during a quarantine? Stay inside. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, because JP, you're so good at that. Going around taking photos. (laughs) I ride my my bike, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, that sounds difficult. Not that bad. So Carter's going to buy a house and have a separate room where we'll have an actual studio, right, Carter? (laughs) Originally, it was somewhere for you guys to hang out when you guys got drunk, but now it's a studio. Wow. I I don't know why it can't can't be be multi-purpose. I don't see why that's, yeah. Just put a comfy couch. An Mm all-purpose room. Mm Mm-hmm. With, like, you know, soundproofing so no one can hear the screens. Um... (laughs) I'm a night screamer, you know? It sometimes it happens. <laughs> Great. Especially when I'm drunk. <laughs> uh, um, constant fear of falling and bottles dropping. Um, Deep. Hey, I haven't seen you black out in so long, I miss it. <laughs> Who, all of us or just Tyler? Well, all of us, I guess, but Tyler. <laughs> you haven't seen my what? I just saw you, like. No, 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 no. Like, I haven't seen you get blackout drunk in so long because we've been in quarantine away from the bars. I miss it. I mean, that the night after we had our little picnic, I came back and Brandon wanted to rage and I downed five vodka drinks in the course of an hour. And it was close. It hurt the next day a lot more than anything's been hurting. So, oh my God, I love how they both have their mugs. Uh-huh. I wore my HML shop. Uh-huh. Shop at HML. Um, so my plan, which I haven't told you boys about. Oh look, hey, there's more merch. Um so on on our first episode of HML, we told our coming out stories. So as they probably haven't heard it from you, because I don't think you've done it on y'all's show yet, which, shout out, they also host HML's Political Hookup, if you didn't know already, because you live under a rock and don't pay attention to anything we talk about. Um, But I figured I would give you this opportunity, this platform to share your coming out stories with us, because I don't know if either one of, either Andy or I know it, even very well no, either not really did i share mine on the first one i was there you were, you were there, there but i don't think it was in your did. apartment yeah <laughs> yeah memories we've come so far <laughs> memories we got so t- i told I tyler so that he should have i told tyler he should have given you a heads up but you know that we would be talking about this it's fine it's fine i'm prepared but we're, we're an off the cuff show we like surprises yeah. and like this is a life experience I know you've already had. It's not like tell me a time you went bungee jumping so you have to go out and go bungee jumping. So even though <laughs> and it's if, very you're a, if you're a gay, I feel like you're used to doing your coming out story on like every first or second date. Uh-huh. <laughs> even though Carter it's doesn't classic. really date. I don't know when Jacob. That's true. <laughs> what? Carter doesn't date. You've no. been dating the same person for a decade. Well, that's what I was saying. Not, well, not a decade, Jesus Christ. But I was like, I don't remember. I mean, is it not? Uh, How long have you been, been out of school for like five years? I'm not that old. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> 
I thought y'all started dating. Well, maybe you can tell me. Yeah. Well, it's not in my coming out story, but we'll just go all the way up to it. So yeah. I'm just going to go. Can I go? Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, he's ready. He's, yeah. <laughs> well, I've said it numerous times. I've done it like at work the whole thing. Um, so I definitely knew I was gay since I was like 12 or something like that, but didn't really have the words for it until about middle school. And it was eighth grade on my birthday to my best friend at the time that I actually said I was gay out loud for the first time. And so she was the only one who knew for an entire year um, that I was like going through this thing. And then um, I told a bunch of my friends um, in my close group my freshman year of high school. And then it actually kind of spiraled out of control my sophomore year when I kind of had a falling out with that group of friends. And one of them decided to use it as a weapon. Um, Classic high schoolers. Yeah, so I was out it. I was forced out. and it was, it's really interesting because the people who confronted me about it and were like, hey, this person is saying it, um, they ended up being my best of friends uh, all the way into college. And I'm still really good friends with them. So that's kind of the crazy thing. I remember it to this day. I was in the band room and they were like, hey, so-and-so is saying this about you. And I was like, great. And they're like, is it true? And I was like, yep, I'm gay. And they're like, all right, cool. And then, like, that was it. And then I, it's, like, all a blur. And then all of a sudden, like, best friends. Like, I don't know how it went from that moment to, like, being best friends. But we're best friends ever since then. So I love I, that it happened in the band room. Like, that is, yeah. that's definitely where stuff like that happens is the band room. Oh, it's totally Iconic like gay that. moments happen in the band room. Mm-hmm. drama, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't come out to my parents until I was a junior in high school. So this is like a three-year process. Um, and I had convinced myself that I wouldn't make it into this like big statewide choir honor thing called Allstate. And if I didn't tell them before the audition that I would be punished and wouldn't make it like karma, Jesus, whatever you want to call it. And so I wrote it all out um, or typed it all out. I don't remember. Um, but it was a letter. And I like put it on their steps because they... Um, had a room on the third floor and so um and that was that like I had convinced myself I'd be kicked out of the house and like it was all over and I would just have to like do something different um and then it was like a whole process throughout that so it took him about a year until my senior year to accept it it was a lot of like confrontations and arguments but I was never kicked out um and then I applied for this gay scholarship in Iowa uh, it's called the Iowa Matthew Shepard Scholarship in honor of Matthew Shepard, who died in Wyoming. And um, I got it. And so there was like a whole thing about it. So it was like my coming out to the whole <laughs> frickin' world. Uh, the whole and, state. My God. Yeah. yeah so Carter's an honor roll gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that. And it's crazy because me doing that whole scholarship and everything like that, I ended up becoming really good friends with a lot of people in college because I just, everybody, people knew who I was and not like I was a celebrity or whatever. <laughs> Gay celebrity. Oh, the yeah. truth. Like, like, <laughs> and so, bad bunny. what? No, just more of a queer icon than Bad Bunny. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just keep going. Yeah, so that was that. And then, you know, had a wonderful gay time throughout my entire life, went through my hope phase when I was a junior and uh, met Jacob when I was a senior. <laughs> and college had a wonderful gay time <laughs> I did <laughs> just gay you know everywhere Here in the United States and in Scotland when I studied abroad let me tell you it was a gay old time yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh for sure I love being gay in a new city like it's just oh, yeah. it's a different experience oh, you know yeah. Because they're like, they ain't going to remember me here. And then when they do, because you come back at some point, it's like, oh. Well, but still, let's do it again. It huh? was crazy. Getting on my little iPad touch on the orange grinder and being like, what's going on? 
Can you imagine now with like phones and like everything? Oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you just reminded me when I when I first started using Grinder, I didn't have an iPhone. I just had an iPod Touch. Yep. Yeah. So I could only like message guys when I was on Wi-Fi, <laughs> and then I'd be like, um, "Okay, I need your like." I'd be about to go hook up, and I'm like, "Okay, I need your number," because like when I get to your place, I'm not gonna have Wi-Fi, and I need to be able to message you that I'm there. What is your? Oh my god! I need to map it out. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I need to map list. <laughs> I need your address. I need your apartment number. I know. I need any passcodes now because you know not gonna work. Yeah, if we... That was in Austin. I don't even know if screenshotting was a thing back then. Gosh. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. That's my case story. I love it. Just out. So it's funny because we both kind of came out around the same time, both kind of that like eighth grade to freshman year. And both of us were like forced out of the closet, which I find very interesting because it does definitely like make you adapt to your gayhood a little differently, you know? Because it's just kind of like, well, I didn't get to like, tell people engage people's reaction one by one as i probably would have liked to but like it's now everybody knows and we just have to do kind of like pr and like <laughs> but i'm still fun in fact i'm more cool now this kind of like you know it's great everything's just gay and we can do glitter stuff together now so you know that's kind of how it was like for me so and again it was kind of like people that weren't my friends all of a sudden were my friends just because i was like gay so interesting life i just felt weird because everyone was i felt like everyone was talking behind my back and at the time it felt so painful but then later i was like oh god what a fucking relief like i don't have to go and tell everybody be like hey i'm gay hey i'm gay hey i'm gay so i don't know (laughs) see but i imagine i imagine for tyler after it happened you were that whole like oh now i can be everybody's gay best friend thing oh absolutely Carter being more like Pete Buttigieg, the politician <laughs> style of like, yes, I'm I'm the gay like leader now. <laughs> yes, I lead you all. <laughs> but it is fun being like the only gay in your like senior class because then the teachers that help you with scholarships are like, oh my god, I have this whole stack of gay scholarships and you're the only one here that can apply to them. So they just like have you do all those and do half of your work because we had a whole class that was like finding scholarships and applying so like they just did most of my work for me because they would just hand me stacks of stuff they found because they were so excited to like (laughs) help a minority I guess I don't know and those scholarships went to good use uh uh-huh 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 how about you oh god I was gonna say how about you JP (laughs) When was your big gay birth? Oh gosh, I think kind of kind of the same as Carter. I realized I was gay at some point in middle school, just by puberty, <laughs> just like starting to crush on your straight best friends and everything. But I didn't think I don't think I realized that I was gay. I was just like, oh, this is just like a thing that's happening. I don't know what I'm gonna make of this. But after like being repeatedly dumped by like multiple middle school and high school girlfriends was like okay maybe there's something to this so like sophomore year I think of high school was when I accepted that I was gay and I just like stopped dating and then I so I went to like public school and then for high school I went to a private school and I decided to first try it out with like my public school friends because I'm like they're away from where all my main friends is like I didn't want (laughs) to lose control of like coming out or like uh-huh. I don't want to be like outed and forced out. <laughs> so I told them first and it went I mean it went positive I had never really had a bad reaction but like it just exploded and all of my like straight or all my my public friends suddenly knew and I was like okay <laughs> I need to be a little more careful whenever I tell like all my private school friends because like I was I went from like would have graduated a class of like 1400 people like huge school down to like 180 people and like small schools are super catty. Everyone's business is each other's business. And I didn't want to lose control. So wait, you're saying 180 students was a small school? 
Compared to like the compared to a was North Texas public schools. Yeah. Oh, uh, I had like fifty people in my class. <laughs> so for me, like 180, I'm like, that's a huge school. <laughs> but like everyone was boring there. Like no one was having sex or really dating anyone. So like this would have been like juicy news. And I'm just like, I don't want to. I don't want to be like the talk for three weeks. Um, and I didn't. But overall, like. I told my friends like around my senior year of high school towards the end and then I kind of fully came out during my freshman year of college. I had it easier because my older brother's gay. So he got to go through like the gamut first. Uh-huh. <laughs> my parents had like a pretty okay reaction. I think they didn't know if he was or wasn't. So they were kind of like slow to like acknowledge it even after he told them. But I have like gunkles. I have lesbian cousins. Like being queer in my family is like, I wouldn't say it's, not uncommon but like it happens so it's not like a big shock when someone turns out to be gay right Mm -hmm. so brother came out first and then at the very end of my freshman year of college is when I told my mom and it was kind of met with like genuine like shock but I think I told her while we were driving somewhere because I hate like (laughs) sitting down but what? Yeah, I just, we were like in the car together. I was like, Don't Mom, do yeah. things like this in a motor vehicle, JP. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to the grocery store. store. <laughs> I, it, it, it's just one of those things where I'm just like, ugh, I hate, it was to the point where I had come out to all my friends during my freshman year of college, and I was so tired, like, part of like, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, or I was like, ugh, I'm just going to do this right now. And so did that with my mom, and it's like, she was super sweet and accepting appetite. She sent me a very long text message, and I was like, okay, Mom, thank you. But I have a big favor. Can you tell the rest of the family? Because I'm tired of doing this. <laughs> I think yeah, if you could just gossip to the rest of the family for me, that'd yeah. be cool. Gave carte blanche just, to do that. You should have just and, gotten like a t-shirt that says like, I'm gay now and just worn it to the next like family Christmas. Or like, I'm gay now. Don't ask me any questions. I would have to I would have to bring that out more times than I want to. But it was funny though because I was studying for finals um, during the end of my freshman year of college. I had my phone down and my dad had called me because <laughs> that's when he found out and he left like a very like nice voicemail. I was like, "Hey, call me. Your mom just talked to me." Da da da. And then sent like a very long text message about like how he's super proud of me and he'll always love me and all this other stuff. And I didn't like turn my phone off of airplane mode for like two hours. I'm like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> better call my dad back but um yeah it, i mean it was i had a pretty okay time coming out i was kind of like nervous in high school because i just didn't want to be forcibly outed and then by fr- like college I was freshman year just ready for people to just do it for me because <laughs> so, i was just tired of i want to control the narrative wait no that's a lot yeah. of work yeah just open it up uh, yes, think that was my coming out experience <laughs> i love What's that your- private high school was it religious yeah it was it was a catholic one but it was like a very mellow one like i had a lesbian nun who was a consecrated virgin (laughs) how she got around it (laughs) but like yeah my my like fear of coming out in high school wasn't at all because of religion it was purely because everyone was so like snoopy about each other's business and so i like held it in towards like until the very end and then you went to tcu so is uh, was there like a policy against being gay? I don't know if that's like a thing. Oh, so TCU is actually. Oh, there was a Baylor. Yeah, yeah. Baylor is <laughs> not like the gay students, but uh, <laughs> but no, TCU is like a liberal version of Christianity. So they've had like same-sex benefits to like professors, partners since like 2003, or like way back when. Like very progressive yep. campus, despite having Christian in the and name. And their their seminary, right? Divinity School is like the most liberal seminary in texas oh yeah there were gay marriages happening on campus in the chapel like when i got there which is funny because when you hear texas christian you think it's like hee-haw conservative and it's not (laughs) hee-haw conservative oh my god how i wish that is a political party so someone could just tell me that oh yes i'm a i'm a hee-haw conservative um (laughs) I love that. I'm gonna yeah. start using that in my daily life. But yeah, I say you're a Democrat. Huh? Or a <laughs> We're a yeehaw Democrat. <laughs> well, 
Thank you for sharing y'all's uh, coming out stories off, yeah. you know, unexpectedly. But it helps them all get to know you more and more deeper because, you know, among other things, they just want to go deep, you know? Um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and then we'll be back with Pod You and Gay where we are going to let you ask us anything. It'll be great. Who knows what it'll be. So, <laughs> BRB, kids. Me. <laughs> Guys, we're back. Yay. Welcome, welcome. And it's time for Pod Q and Gay. However, I did want to share this with you guys because I didn't share this with anybody yet. But I was reading online about coronavirus and silent hypoxia where people don't realize that they're not getting enough oxygen and they're just acting normally. And the only way they can tell they're not getting enough oxygen is by reading their oxygen levels in their in their system. So I went out and bought a professional, <sighs> one of the little things that you put on the finger so I can mm-hmm. constantly test my blood oxygen level. Oh, my God. And and how is rate. it? I'm good, but especially because Brandon's been complaining about some like chest stuff. So, and I'm like, mine hasn't felt great. And I was like, well, you know, the two things I can measure is my temperature and my blood oxygen level. So at least I'm doing my due diligence to make sure that I'm as healthy as I can be. So, you know, is that 40 bucks? (laughs) You know, like you could also just stop doing behaviors that are bad for your lungs. I know I keep saying it. I sound like a broken record, but if you're worried about your lungs, you can stop vaping and smoking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so we have um, our pod Q and gay today on this 50th episode. Um, I've got some questions for us. Um, I think we should probably just get this one out of the way because at this point I really wasn't surprised that it came up in the questions, but I'm surprised at how long it took it to come up in the questions. But someone said, uh, Dick Dietz, please. What? (laughs) I feel like I must have talked about this. Mm-hmm. I know you and I um, discussed this. Yeah, because it comes up every single time. Um, like we had a whole episode about penises. Yeah, a whole episode about penises. And like, I think we described ours pretty well. I may have said something yeah. like, mine is a magical unicorn that only appears at certain times of the day. And, um, you know, I don't know. Shoots magic dust. I don't know. <laughs> Does I, you know, Yikes. if you, you, that if you want to see it, yeah. you can subscribe to my OnlyFans, which doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you, I promise you, if you send Tyler enough pictures, or if you send him a physical present or money, he'll oh, yeah oblige you with some nudes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's pretty easy to buy. I didn't think that like gifts were like my love language just because uh, I don't think I've ever had anyone to like give me gifts before but I definitely enjoy them didn't you have a sugar sure. daddy? I don't have a sugar daddy and I never had a sugar daddy because if I wanted a sugar daddy I would go out and get one because I'm what? self-quarantining <laughs> uh, yeah but no like sugar you had a in your thruple situation, that was almost a sugar. That was kind of a sugar daddy. He gave you a phone, right? Yeah, well, he gave me a phone so he could control me on said phone with spy software and oh, dial in and listen to conversations I was having with friends and family unbeknownst to me. So, you know, I would, you know, take sugar daddy with a grain of salt. Sugar daddy. daddy. Emotionally abusive. Uh, yeah. You know, wow. it took like a long time to realize like how like bad that relationship really was. Uh, <laughs> but that's an episode in and of itself, I think. <laughs> I think you've done. Yeah. <laughs> Talked about that at length. Yeah. Speaking um, of... I'm just kidding. Speaking of length and girth. <laughs> um, 
Would either one of you like to share or reply with a no comment? Highly confidential. And to be honest, I'm 27. I don't hang around being like, ooh, how long is it? It anymore. <laughs> yeah, if you're still obsessing over penis size at this point, like just move on. Yeah, there's so many other things that you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis when it comes to people that like, you know, <laughs> as long as it's not scary looking, it'll work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Also, no comment. I... I'm not, I'm not cutting that. <laughs> All right, next question. This one's um, highly debatable, but um, I think important to society to really come up with a definitive answer. And I think we really need to decide unanimously between the four of us, who is hotter, Chris Pratt or Chris Hemsworth? Oh, Chris Hemsworth. No. No, that's a that's a that's for a drinking game later. <laughs> um, I've always had like a crush on Chris Pratt. Wait, hold on. No, I'm thinking Chris Pine. Never mind. Different person. No, different Chris. Chris Which Pratt Chris? is uh, Guardians Thor. of the Galaxy, Parks yeah. and Rec, and then Chris Hemsworth does Thor. Not date Miley Cyrus. Is he Thor? No. no. Yeah, he's Thor. Oh, Thor. And he has oh, the well. fitness app. And he's in that meme where he's sticking his butt out. Mm-hmm. He's pretty hot, isn't he? Yes. Hold on. I You're think left. for boyfriend hot, I would say Chris Pratt. But if we're just going for like a one night hookup thing and I had to choose, I would choose Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah I, I feel okay with that. This is. Oh, I've seen that. He's got a great, he's got a great butt, and he's friends with animals. I love it. Yeah, it's definitely Hemsworth. I have like no read on his personality, so I feel like that's why I would. Oh, because he's Australian. Does that help? Yeah, I have family that's Australian. That that doesn't describe me. So you have family that are probably. No, I won't say that. Yeah. Uh, well, my, my thing about Chris Pratt is uh, he does go to Hillsong United. Mm, uh, yeah. He's a good point. He's one of those Hollywood Christians. Uh, Super. And so there are areas of his life in which he is a little bit of a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Hemsworth looks like he's living his best life over there, doing whatever the fuck he wants to do, which like I'm down for, you know. He's probably Australian apologist or not. Um so did we decide? Okay. I think we're, we're all going with Hemsworth. Great. That's it. That's official. You can put that in the books. Um publish it, send it to print. Hemsworth is hotter. News headline. HML decide. Um if you were any item from Chipotle, what would you be and why? Uh, like a single item? Yeah. Like, what is that? If you were... <laughs> they <laughs> put all not like to a vessel and you eat it. <laughs> yeah. So, ingredient? Yeah. No, not just ingredient. But, like, if you were, like, a bowl, would you be a chicken bowl with black beans? Or would you be, like... Uh, so fritas bowl with you know brown beans. Should we just then describe our Chipotle order? Yeah, right? I think that's really what the question is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm like a I'm a burrito with double chicken kind of guy. Oh. Can't do those burritos. Dick. Hard to fit that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's just so messy. Like. So they messy. I hate it when they're messy. That's why I'm like, I just go for a bowl because halfway through the burrito, I give up and dump it into a bowl anyway and just eat it that way. So I might as well just like save myself the extra carbs and go for the bowl. I think it tastes better in a burrito form, but yeah, it can be easier to eat as a bowl. 
Just Chipotle can... the insides now. What? Yeah, you, you, can you always can ask. Okay. Yeah. I so, love burritos, but I don't like Chipotle's burritos. No. Yeah. I'd rather go with, like, I don't know, some other random burritos. But I always go with, like, a bowl, chicken, no beans, pico, lots of cheese, sour cream, some guac. Mm-hmm. I, I would never get guac on my Chipotle. Never. I just... That's for rich people. It, I know. It just even when I am like feeling rich, like feeling my rich fantasy, I just like I don't see the appeal in putting like pudding on top of all of my bowl. <laughs> pudding. Like avocado pudding. I would so say no, sour cream is more akin to pudding than guac. Yeah. I will say I think that my like item from Chipotle, which is very specific is a chicken bowl that's been half eaten. So half of it's gone. Because like I eat from like the side into the center and then I put it in the refrigerator and then reheated with Cholula on it. Like that's my jam. I like second day Chipotle. I don't like fresh Chipotle. I prefer fresh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like all the juices get to soak together overnight. <laughs> like reheated sour cream or hot lettuce. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind hot wilty lettuce. I don't, lettuce. Ooh. I don't yeah. like sometimes if I'm feeling like, like a real fat ass, I'll get a bowl mm-hmm. and I'll get like chips and queso. Because I actually don't mind Chipotle's queso. It's not like the best, obviously. I'll, my bowl. Uh, I'll get chips and queso and eat the queso, and then whatever chips I have left over, I'll just start scooping out the bowl. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I love that. Carter, are you a burrito or a bowl? I'm definitely a burrito. I don't remember last time I had Chipotle, but um, I like everything. I'm not a double meat person, but yeah. well, definitely, and definitely not like chicken, because I was like, oh, I can easily do that at home. So I like to do something mm-hmm. that's a little bit more wild. Yeah. Oh, but their chicken's so good. Yeah. yeah. I, I so would like to point out that yeah. no one said taco, because if you go to Chipotle for tacos, you're weird. Just go to Taco Bell. Like out of all the places you can go and take, well, okay, not Taco Bell, but like, Dallas just has so many taco places. I'd like, if I want tacos, I'll go to like, if I want something bougie ish, I go to Velvet. Yeah. Texas what? is the king of taco, man. Tacos every corner. Yeah. We have a gas station that's famous for tacos here. Like, is that gas station. Fuel City. Oh. Google City Tacos. Everyone, it's always visited. Everyone always talks about it. I've never been because every time I, every time someone gets a taco from Fuel City and they come back, they smell like onions, like so many onions, and like they talk about how good it is, and I'm like, yeah, but you smell like fucking onions. So I will never eat a Fuel City taco unless I'm going home to sh- bathe, you know. <laughs> okay, great. This one. Uh, what is your favorite meme that you've made? Goodness. There's so many. I know mine. Mine is my first meme that really popped off where it was Ariana Grande. It's like, thank you, uh, seven rings saying like, I want it. I got it. And then the caption said something about me staying home alone, getting wine drunk, ordering 40 McNuggets off of Uber Eats, and putting on all of my jewelry. And then it was just her saying, I want it. I got it. So I felt like that was the most me meme I've ever made. Mm-hmm. And the world really loved it. So that's what got me like 6,000 followers on that one meme. So I'll take it. That and the one that... Um, Bianca Del Rio reposted today where I photoshopped her face on top of Sabrina saying, not today, Satan. And I said, Bianca Del Sabrino or something like that. that (laughs) I'd say mine's kind of, it's a tie between two from HMO Political Hookup. One of them is like the Ricky Thompson one, like and it's like after Texas like released its quarantine or like Mm -hmm. And like the pandemic is like coming back on, and he's just like, it was this party was dead, but now it's back because of me. He's either that one, or <laughs> you guys remember when um, uh, 
uh, shit, what was that one Korean film that like sweeped the Oscars? Oh, Parasite. Yeah, and how there was that one meme this uh, made out of like the guy like forcing two Oscars together, making it look like they kids. And so I did that for like it was Joe Biden's primary strategy of my pal Barack and South Carolina voters. <laughs> those those are tied for my two HML political hookup memes: the kissing Oscars and Ricky Thompson. Carter, do you even make memes? Yeah, I support. I help. <laughs> I also have the Mematic or whatever app on my phone, and I've only made like uh-huh. a couple. But I love it. It's whatever. Uh, uh, what's your favorite meme? Of the one that we've done is <laughs> what's the show from Netflix that has like the horse on it, the horse guy? Bojack Horseman. Yeah, that one. Love that so one. it's the one where it's he's like on the bus or whatever, but it's like the truck pulling it. That's my favorite one because we have it as like. The American corporations and its American taxpayers are the ones that are carrying them. Oh, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which just continues to be the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very timeless. <laughs> um, I don't know that I have a favorite. Um, Andy's like, really... they're all so good. They're all my children. <laughs> no, I just like, there's not like one in particular that stands out. I'm like scrolling through mine and I really it's just because it's the video of Leslie Jordan with his little doing this. <laughs> yeah. He is my then, like, favorite thing that's happened. Two weeks later that video popped off and everybody started doing memes with that video, but first just a trendsetter. Um so this one says um, so this one's kind of a deep one from one of our avid listeners and supporters since day one, but he says, what have you found the hardest moment of your life and how did you overcome it? Oh. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I feel like, but like for Let's me, I feel like dark. every, I mean, I feel like every heart, I like, I just feel like my life is a series of hard moments that I've overcome constantly over and over again whether it's me being stuck in san francisco or you know moving out my house when i was 18 or getting out of a you know emotionally not so great relationship uh moving beyond if you choose to look at it as like every hardship is a future triumph Mm -hmm. right they're Mm -hmm. all growing experiences and like i feel like yeah when things are hardest but then you like work your way through it that always feels really good like you feel like you've grown as a person and like yeah you overcame something sometimes i'm thinking i'm addicted to the struggle you know (laughs) always looking for that high of a triumph most of my hardships have been self-inflicted so it's like that's my triumph is i learned to not do it again the addiction to the struggle is why I made that crane hit my apartment. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yesterday's storm, I looked outside and I was like, mm, mm, "Seems like another crane's gonna fall." <laughs> seems like knocking over weather. Seriously, twisted metal. It twisted the whole thing. God. Yeah, if you're um, just for like a big headline story of like shitty things that have happened to me in my life, there's that. And um, earlier, that an appendectomy. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, January 2019, appendectomy in Colorado while on a work trip. Mm-hmm. Then had to spend 10 weeks in Memphis at a near bankrupt company in their like nearly shut down you know decades old crusty building (laughs) followed very shortly by the crane hitting my apartment it was a time for you and I was there for all of it (laughs) maybe I'm the bad luck charm (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, so this one says what you pod ep- chance to answer that? I feel like JP had something. JP, to... JP said something. Carter, do you want to share your darkest, deepest moment? How you got it? I don't know. 
I'm Carter's well, life is really easy. If you haven't picked up on that by now. I'm just kidding. I'm easy. Uneasy. Oh. Um, I guess I haven't really talked about it, but I definitely think, though, after I graduated from college, I had, like, this internship, and I just thought, you know, everything was going to be great from there, and the internship ended, and I didn't really have a job, so I was unemployed, which was, like, my greatest fear in life, and I accomplished that three, four months in after graduating, I was like, well, here we are. Um, so ever since then, I've really battled like a very serious case of depression, which I think carried on into my time in Dallas um, and like heavily impacted my friendships and relationships, especially with like you guys and our group of friends. And so it took me like a really long time to like overcome it, um, but I did it. And I don't think I've actually really talked about that, but, um, but yeah, so that was probably like the hardest times. It's just like after college, I just, I don't know, I kind of struggled personally but i uh i feel great now so it's been awesome ever since then <laughs> yeah yay yeah. we love that mm-hmm. we, love we cured our... carter's depression yeah yes. all with go us, us. <laughs> go us <laughs> mm. we're saving people um it's what yeah. we do it was mm-hmm. halloween it was like from then on like i don't know like it's just yeah. been different so Halloween was a blast. Oh, you mean the night you met <laughs> Tyler? Yeah. Yeah, the night we met Tyler, and that's the night I met JP for the first yeah, time. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a I'm... great picture. John was in full head-to-toe makeup, and it took me like six weeks to realize that it was the same person because I couldn't recognize him outside of the Jack Skeleton makeup. <laughs> oh, wow. I was yes. like, you're really tall. Do you know that other really tall dude that was there? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so this one is which pod episode has been your favorite and why? They think we remember them. Oh, I know my favorite. Mine is How to Be a Better Bottom. That was my. I still we think two of is those. a lot. Yeah, but How to Be a Better Part of Bottom Part One I think was my favorite. Um, only because I had people reaching out to me to be like, "What did you recommend? Like, what was this item? Like, what was this?" And, like, it popped off. I think it's still our most, like, heavily, outside of, like, the first two episodes. And then everyone skips to, like, how to be a better bottom. Like, we're some kind of, you know, center on bottom health society or something. <laughs> I don't know. The good work. Mm-hmm. I'd say uh, um, So, we, Car and I were trying to find a way how we can talk about Pete Buttigieg. Because he was, like, a candidate, and it was, like, kind of a timing thing of, like, so many other political news were going on, like, impeachment, like, how do we talk about it? And so I remember we did our first one where we just kind of explained who Pete was and his background and everything. And then that Sunday we recorded, I went to the Pete rally just out of curiosity in Dallas, like, got canceled. He, what do you call it? suspended his campaign, endorsed Biden. All of them. Remember, Tyler, like, we were, like, hanging out, and Brandon really wanted to go to that Whataburger, and we went to a separate one. <laughs> yeah. My favorite one is the one we did right after that, like, the part two of Pete Buttigieg, because mm-hmm. one of them we really wanted to talk about was, like, you know, he is the gay candidate, but he doesn't have, like, unanimous support within the gay community. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of Bernie gays, Bernie gays, finally there's Trump gays, and just trying to, like, talk about less the political side and more of just, like, socially, why is that? Or, like, why mm-hmm. was he like, trying to track support? That was my favorite episode. I love the the Pete Buttigieg. Those are still y'all's top two, like, most listened to episodes in there. Like, they ate that shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I would eat Pete Buttigieg up. We actually, there were some wow. Pete Buttigieg fans who were kind of upset at the art that we used because it was Pete Buttigieg with a bleached blonde. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I mean, I mean what, in is, what else would a Gmail gay man do after he suspends his political campaign? Like, of course Jesus. he's got to bleach it. Um, I really liked, I love episodes where I get to play with Tyler's mind. Uh... <laughs> So, like, I really liked our guilt episode because I just I feel like I broke you down, like, psychoanalyzed you, which was fun. I also liked our um, 
our sex ed episode where I did the quiz. Yes. That I think that was the most fun for me. Again, because I was drunk and taking shots of mezcal tequila yes. right before we recorded that. And we had the sound effects that went mm-hmm. off. And I loved it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that was back in the house, in my yeah. old house. Yeah, those were wild, wild beginnings. Wild like... beginnings. <laughs> Carter, what was your like... face? Well, so I mean, yeah, obviously, I love the podcast that we create every other week, but my favorite one is still an HML one. Um, it had to be our first guest, the one where we did with the workout, um, where we talked about Thomas. Workouts. Yeah, with Thomas, yeah. Yeah, I love all our episodes with our guests. Yeah. No. Like Thomas and Bree and Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Maybe also mm-hmm. because Thomas is like, you're adorable. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he remembers from the episode is being like, complimented. Mm. That's great. <laughs> so... I have one last question submitted by me is <laughs> now that the bars are opening up again, when are you going to go back into those shitholes? <laughs> I've seen so many pretentious Dallas Queens out there posting like, Oh, I need to go dancing again. Like I need to go dancing. And like, mm-hmm. it's going to be a while for me. I'm going to, I know Oakland's going to be another epicenter just from like the social media shit I see. So I don't think I'll end up going back to bars until probably like, I mean, it depends when all of this kind of blows over, but maybe like winter. I was going to say, yeah, like, well, probably like September or something. I yeah. don't know. It's going to be a while. It would be probably. I would rather focus on like house parties right now with like controlled people that I can track down should right. something happen. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. A, a gaze. Limited people where you can contact trace. Uh-huh. <laughs> can't contact trace going to roundup <laughs> like, uh-huh. it's too many people yeah so, we're I'm not doing... going i'm not going back to the club i'm not going back to the gym not yet we'll read the temperature of the situation in the coming months uh-huh. temperature check. we'll see how hard this second wave is and if there's a third wave for it yeah fifth. i mean i currently have tickets like plane tickets booked to go to market days in August. And even that right now, I'm like, Ooh. but that's three months away. So who knows? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we've reached the butt of the show. Um, I guess we can do this fun little wrap up. Now that y'all are here, we don't have to say your own show, so you can do that. But uh, <laughs> if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow me at homos modern life. Andy? And you can follow me at Andy from Boy Story. And you can follow us at HML Political Hookup. Mm -hmm. We all have shows. It's great. You also have another show, me and Andy, which we're going to record in a minute. HML Slay Queen of Buffy the Vampire Slayer Watchcast. So if you're into Buffy or you're stuck at home and you want to start watching Buffy, you have someone to watch it with, right? It's a great time. Mm -hmm. We We also also have merch. merch. Yeah. At HML Shop. Woo! I'm so Uh, proud of us for having stuff. Yeah. You you can send us an email at homosmodernlife at Mm gmail.com. You can also visit our website at homosmodernlife.com for all sorts of random stuff that you didn't probably need to know, but it's there. It is, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can send us a cash tip on Cash App. Mm-hmm. Dollar sign, homo's modern life. Mm-hmm. Um, are we missing anything? That's it. I don't think so. Boys, you have anything? Just come out and support us. Just love you all. <laughs> but like, also, but stay home. Like, but stay in and support be us. Be smart. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask. Wear gloves. Don't you don't breathe. To, I don't Just know that don't stop breathing. <laughs> don't stop believing. Or burrison. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I love y'all, you guys. It's good y'all. to see you. Happy 50th. Yay. Yay.